today with wins over Twin Valley, Conrad Weiser, and Daniel Boone. Exeter at 6-4 overall, but 3-0 in the division, including wins over Daniel Boone and Twin Valley, and their impressive victory you heard on WEU last week over Reading High has the Eagles at 3-0. And that's our matchup, as always, is brought to you by Krosky's Insurance, and we are live on 8.30 a.m. WEU in Reading. No matter where you are, you can hear, also hear all of our games for free tonight and throughout the rest of the season all the way through the playoffs, no matter where you are, for free at 8.30weu.com. We'll take a timeout back to Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium right after this. No regrets. You'll never regret switching to Erie Insurance where you'll always be treated fairly. It's easy. J.D. Power ranked us highest in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience two years in a row. So get a quote today. Call Cross Keys Insurance, 610-916-6190, or go to crosskeysins.com. For J.D. Power award information, go to jdpower.com. Erie Insurance. Honey, can you turn up the thermostat? I did turn it up. Well, what's wrong with it? I'm freezing. Can I be of service? When winter weather strikes, when your furnace is struggling and your thermostat can do nothing about it, one man will be by your side fighting for truth, justice, and glorious heat in every room. What's the meaning of this? I'm the H.L. Bowman. Bowman. I, I know. You have your own choir, apparently. Well, did you know that the furnace technicians at H.L. Bowman can repair your underperforming furnace so it finally delivers what your thermostat tells it to do? So it's not the thermostat's fault? No, ma'am. Hey, Bowman, can I keep this cool arrow? Yes, sir. The H.L. Bowman Visit hlbowman.com. Welcome back to a sold-out gymnasium. It seems to follow Rich Garcella and myself. We had one News on Talk Tuesday night. News Talk 830 Just as much of excitement as we did on Tuesday night with Reading High and Muhlenberg and the Mules over, double overtime victory over the Red Knights. Tonight, again, Division Two. It is the Exeter Eagles and the Burke Catholic Saints in the Saints home gymnasium. And, Rich, we talk about the visitors first, and that, of course, being the Exeter Eagles. And speaking of Reading High, I made reference to it. They are 3-0 in the division, but they already have a huge head on their belt, and that is a win against Reading High at the Geigel by 24 points. Bob, I think we have done maybe over 40 games over the last two years together, and that was as impressive a performance. And again, Reading won the state championship. <laughs> I get it. There, but but I'm telling you, that that performance last Tuesday night at Geigel Complex by the Exeter Eagles was really something to watch and has, and was a statement. If people around the county didn't think that they were a championship contender, they, they are now. They do know now. Because this team is really good. They defend well. They shoot well. They're deep. Uh, even though they have a first-year coach in Jeff Van Gorder, uh, I think they're going to be right in the thick of things come February and into March. Yeah, because, again, 
Yeah, Reading High won a state championship last year. Exeter played in one as well. It was a, r- a tremendous run a year ago, and they returned some significant pieces of the puzzle from that team. Yes, Zion Pascal graduated. Yes, Anthony P- K. Chasey graduated. But Kevin Sands is back. Reese Garvin is back. Alex Kelsey is back. Other guys who got some playing time in that chase and also got a lot of practice time as well in that chase to the state championship and watching them against Reading High, what jumped out to me and to us was the volume of scores they have. They have, in 10 games, 106 made threes. My third grade math skills tell me that's 10 and a half a game. The difference is six of the of, of players Shopping on the extra roster have has 10 never been or more threes on the season. And they've got a volume of scores. And the sixth guy is Alex Kelsey. He has nine. Right. So they can shoot from anywhere. Any of their Anybody who's on the floor for Exeter is capable of making a three. We found that out. Reading High found that out. The Eagles made 13 of 23 threes last Tuesday night in that 24-point victory. By the way, the largest by any Burks team against Reading High since at least 2006. So tonight, Exeter isn't going to be phased by the capacity crowd or playing in, in you know in in, in a high-charged atmosphere. But they have a challenge on their hands in the undefeated Saints for sure. Yeah, it's it's a different kind of environment here because it's obviously closer. It's right on top of you, as opposed to the Geigel, which didn't have a nearly the atmosphere that this place is going to have over the course of the night but it is the geigle as we said during that broadcast it's a place where three-point shooters go to die they did not die in exeter blue and white that night and jeff van gorder who's new on the scene he was coaching college for the last 12 seasons and we kind of kidded with him a little bit about do you have i mean i know your kids do i know your athletic department does do you jeff van gorder have any idea what you did he's like i'm kind of starting to figure it out right now yeah, I, I think what happened last Tuesday, guys like Kevin Sands, Reese Garvin, Alex Kelsey, and Aiden Dobble, who played in that championship yep. game against Reading High when the Eagles lost a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter, they remembered, and I think they came out plenty motivated last Tuesday against Reading High, felt like they had something to prove, and they did. Tonight is a little different challenge again. Undefeated Saints... They're, they've played. They've been very impressive, and but the Eagles last year had success against Burks Catholic, winning two out of three games, including a sixty, a fifty-nine forty-five win in the Burks semifinals. The other thing that just to throw a little bit of a scare into Burks County basketball fans, that this team may not have reached its peak yet because no. it's still it's still learning with its new coach who says. Yeah, we got about 70, maybe 80% of what I want to get in, in so far. Yeah, Jeff Van Gorder, uh, college assistant for a dozen years. He's, it, it's, it's a big change from the system that Matt Ashcroft ran very successfully at Exeter. Obviously, Exeter winning the district championship last year in 5A, their first district title in school history, and reaching this, the 5A state final. This is a different system. This is a put your foot on the gas pedal and don't let up. They want to run, they want to shoot, they want to score. And the thing that's, that I'm most impressed with from the Redding game is the way they play defense. They certainly did a number on the Red Knights, the way they mixed up and matched up their defenses and we'll see how that translates tonight. Because what are they going up against tonight? Well, they're going up against 
Snip Esseli and the Berks Catholic Saints. Snip honored before tonight's game because on Thursday night in the win against Daniel Boone on the road, Berks Catholic's coach reached 800 wins in his Hall of Fame career. Honored before tonight's game. Obviously 35 years as a head coach between Central Catholic and here at Berks Catholic. An unbelievable number. He is now eighth all-time in the state of Pennsylvania in boys' basketball history in career victories. And it will continue to go because Snip says, I'm not ready to give it up right yet. And why would he? Because of what he's got right now. When you look at the Berks Catholic Saints, Phil Jackson used to run a triangle offense because he had three really good players. Snip Esley might be running a triangle offense as well. (laughs) Well, it's not only that. I mean, you got... Kingston McCoy, Joshua McCoy's older brother, and Parker Nine, who was a reserve on last year's district championship team in 4A. Parker Nine has, I don't want to say he's come out of nowhere, but he's come out of nowhere. (laughs) He's averaging almost 18 points a game. (laughs) We asked Snip, what's the difference in him this year? And he said, confidence. He's a very, he's always been a confident athlete. He's He's a really good baseball pitcher for the Saints. Um, but he's, he has played so well for them so far. And then you have Kingston McCoy, a sophomore, averaging, again, just a tick below nine, averaging almost 18 points a game. Jeff Van Gorder, the Exeter coach, said he thinks he's the most efficient scorer that he's seen in Berks County. That's high praise. And then you go to Josh McCoy, who's been a starter since his freshman year in Antietam. His first two years in Antietam, and now is his senior year here at Berks Catholic. He's averaging almost 15 a game. Those three are very, very talented, and they're very, very good on the offensive end. To this point, Parker 9, Kingston McCoy, 17.9 and 17.8 points respectively. Josh McCoy a little bit behind that at 14.9 points per game. So there's no question where the offense is coming from for the Saints. Can they match up with the Exeter Eagles, who are averaging 73 points per game on the year? It's time for us to take a look at our keys to the game. And they are brought to you by REMAX Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis. If you're buying or selling a home, Phil Macaronis is a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame with over 20 years of experience providing countless buyers and sellers keys to their real estate transactions. He's also a resident of the Exeter School District, and you can call him at 610-670-2770 and ask for Phil Macaronis for the keys to buying and selling your home. Rich Garcella has his keys to night basketball game. First, for the visiting Exeter Eagles, the Eagles do not want to let Burks Catholic dictate pace. They don't. They want to play at a much faster pace than the Saints. Second, they want to limit the three main scores for Burks Catholic: Josh McCoy, Kingston McCoy, and Parker Nine. Third, Exeter has to do a good job of rebounding. They did a very good job of rebounding against Reading High last week. For the, the home team, the Burks Catholic Saints, same thing. Snip Esterly wants to control tempo. He wants the game played at their pace. The second key is to value each possession, protect the basketball. The third, he wants to see ball movement. He, he wants to see the ball move from the, the passing to keep the ball moving instead of getting it caught somewhere so that would allow Exeter to double and triple team the ball. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. We don't know for sure. Jeff Van Gorder told us he's, he's going to predominantly play man-to-man defense. It was kind of, we were calling it kind of a junk defense. It was a matchup defense that he was running against the Red Knights. But the beauty of that defense was that it, it, it was one of those defenses where you had to look at it a little bit, try to figure out exactly what it was, and then how to attack it. Now, again, you're going up against a guy with 800 wins on the other side, but still, at this level, at this, at this age of high school basketball, 
Sometimes it can take a couple of possessions to figure out what exactly it is you're going up against defensively. And I don't think Jeff wants to tell – he didn't want to tell us <laughs> what exactly it is. He got, he, when we said, is it a matchup? Well, it, it is. It sort of is. But Reese Garvin against Redding just stood under the basket in the middle of that defense yep. and protected the rim and came up with three or four blocks at least. I can't – I don't know how many he finished with. So we're going to see them – they're going to focus on stopping – Burks Catholic's three main scores, and why wouldn't you? They're averaging, as Bob said, they're you know they're averaging almost 53 some points a game, 54 <laughs> points a game right. out of the out of Burks Catholic 65. So I think you're going to see a, a lot of changing defenses. You're going to see a lot of junk defenses, but I think you're going to see Reese Farvin playing under the basket like he did against Reading High. Yeah, I think this could be a very interesting chess match. Again, Snip Esley's seen everything, done everything as a head coach. Jeff Van Gorder is a rookie basketball coach at high school this year. He is far from a rookie coach. He spent 12 years as an assistant at Hamilton College, Carnegie Mellon, Ersinus, and Muhlenberg, all really good Division Three programs. So he certainly knows the game at a whole nother depth. Time now for us to take a look at our starting lineups, brought to you by UECU. Utilities employees work hard every day to keep our communities powered and connected. Utilities employees credit union has been serving them and their families with everything from mortgages to auto loans to savings for college. Now UECU wants to be there for you. Pennsylvania residents can now join UECU through their association with PACC. Visit UECU.org to get started. Friendly insured by NCUA, equal housing lender. Exeter, again, this is starting five. It'll be Aiden Dauble, 6'3", and a sophomore, and Reese Garvin, 6'4", and a senior, along with Alex Kelsey, 6'1", and a senior, Kevin Sands, 6'4", and a senior, and Brady Murray, 6'1", and a junior. That'll be the starting five for the Eagles. And for Snip Esley and the Saints, the three we talked about, Parker 9, 6'2", and a senior, Josh McCoy, 6'3", and a senior, Kingston McCoy, 6'2", and a sophomore, and getting their first starts tonight, 5'9", senior, Armani Dominguez, and 5'6", sophomore, Brady Altamar. So first starts, big house, big game for Dominguez and Altamar. We'll also see how those two players respond to this atmosphere as well. Snip said the changes, there, there were some other reasons for the changes, but the bottom line is he thinks this lineup gives him more offense and, a, and, a, and maybe take some pressure off the three scores in the, the McCoy brothers and Parker Nine. It's the Eagles and the Saints, and it's live at 8.30 a.m. WEU and Reading. When we come back, the Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium right after this. John Petrozelli, principal of Berks Catholic High School. Berks Catholic provides an excellent education centered on the four pillars of God, family, academics, and fun. Each day, we love and challenge our students. The class of 2023 received a record $20.3 million in academic scholarships. Come be a part of something amazing. For more information or to schedule a shadow day, please visit berkscatholic.org. And it's always a great day to be a saint. Again, we are set to go. The Exeter Eagles and the Burks Catholic Saints. And the Eagles at 6-4 overall. The Saints at 8-0 overall. Both teams 3-0 so far in the division. And tonight's tip-off is brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Exeter, Fifth Street Highway and Broadcasting Square. Feeding and serving high school sports athletes and coaches for over 40, for almost 40 years. The Saints in the home whites with a gold trim control the tip. 
and Josh McCoy will kick it out to the corner, and Armani Dominguez misses everything. Offensive rebound by Kingston McCoy, and the Saints get another look. They swing it from left side to right, from nine to Josh McCoy, and back to Dominguez from the right wing. And Garvin is stationed under the basket in the lane, part of that multifaceted defense for Exeter. McCoy on the crossover dribble, trying to get by Dauble. Can't, kicks it back to Altamar. His baseline two is no good. Tipped and controlled by Reese Garvin. The Saints with two shots come up empty. Sands up ahead behind Aiden Dauble. And Exeter will start their first possession with a turnover. Yeah, I don't think Aiden was ready for the pass from, from Kevin Sands just inside the midcourt line. Bob, it's interesting. The first two shots from the Saints come from the new starters, Altamar and Dominguez. Sands draw, draws the assignment of Kingston McCoy, who gives it up. And now it's Josh McCoy from the top of the key. Drives on double, stops, tries to get him up in the air, can't. Forces the shot up, no good, and Garvin comes down with another rebound. Exeter rebounds the ball so well. They have tremendous length. A lot of guys who can jump and who have long arms. Kick out to the top for Sands, guarded by Kingston McCoy. Snip Esley told us before last season, his best man-to-man defender was Kingston McCoy, a freshman who came off the bench for them a year ago. And BC in a straight man-to-man defense. Sands gets it from Garvin. Nowhere to go, gives it back to Garvin. Garvin goes right at McCoy, up and too strong. And the rebound is pulled down by Josh McCoy. So we played a minute and a half. No score from either of these two teams. To the top. And they swing it around now for Brady Altamar. The sophomore gives it up to nine. Guarded by Alex Kelsey. Out high, Josh McCoy. Trying to work on double. Gives it up to the baseline and right back to Josh McCoy. Right in front of the Exeter bench. Crossover dribble. Tries to back him down. Garvin with a help defense. They have to swing it around. Great defense by the Eagles in this half court. Reese Garvin just sagging off and playing a free safety position underneath the basket. Saints showing a lot of patience as nine drives. He gets himself up in the air and travel with it. Yeah, as I in the pregame, I said the one thing, the Exeter Eagles shot the ball really well at the Geigo, but they played great defense. And so far in the first minute or two here, they've done that again. Troy Lister, Jay Schmale, and Colin Landis, our three-man officiating crew tonight. Alex Kelsey with a drive and is fouled. Armani Dominguez and Josh McCoy were both there. It'll be McCoy who gets called for the foul. First foul against either side. And it will put Alex Kelsey at the free throw line. Kelsey, one of four Eagles in double figures on average on the season, averaging at 12.5 as he steps to the line. Also an excellent free throw shooter at 74%. Also an excellent center fielder for the Exeter (laughs) High baseball team. Very, very good center fielder. And the lefty makes them both, and we've got a score for the first time. 2-0 Exeter on top. Two minutes and 15 seconds into the basketball game. Live from Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. Saints down 2-0. Kingston McCoy pull-up jumper off the front of the rim. Offensive rebound and a foul. Armani Dominguez gets in there and gets the rebound, and I believe they're going to get Garvin on the reach-in. It is. So Reese Garvin picks up Exeter's first personal foul. Yeah, Exeter did a really good job of keeping Yadiel Cruz off the offensive glass last week. Works Catholic with an early offensive rebound and a foul on the Eagles. Kingston McCoy guarded by Sands, rubs off the screen from big brother Josh. He'll put up the shot. This one's off the back iron, and Garvin has a third rebound. Up ahead, Kelsey to double, blocked by Kingston McCoy and controlled by the Saints. Back the other way comes McCoy in the open floor from Kingston to Josh and the Saints are on the board. Really nice running up, you know, 
Burks Catholic wants to control pace. They ran it there. A breakdown defensively, however, Aiden Dauble all alone, and Sands finds him for the assist. Yeah, Exeter, you cannot turn your head on them because they will push the ball up the court when they get an opportunity. Dauble, who was brilliant in the game against Reading High, was 17, averaging 11 a game, puts the Eagles back up on top 4-2. 440 left to go in the first. Kingston McCoy from the corner, swings it back to Josh McCoy. And now right back to Kingston from the corner, put up a third shot, this one's an air ball. Balls on the floor, still loose, and eventually Kevin Sands comes up with it. So Kingston McCoy 0 for 3 to start from the field. Sands helped defensively to make him give it up for Dauble. Swings it around for Kelsey. He'll put up a 3 off the back iron. Long rebound is controlled by Parker 9 and the Saints. Not much success from 3-point range for either team so far. 4-2 Eagles on top. Nine with a long three that spins out and rebounded again by Garvin. I was, a, was wondering when he was going to get his shot off. <laughs> Kelsey will drive, tries to get Josh McCoy up in the air and traveled instead as McCoy did not leave his feet. Kelsey dragged his in a turnover. Turn, uh, first substitution in the game will come Elijah Camaro. Six-foot senior guard will check in and Armani Dominguez comes out. Camaro, another excellent defend, defender for Snip Astley. Averages just a point and a half per game. Saints with the basketball, Exeter with a lead, 4-2. Garvin continues to roam the paint, sagging off Kamara. Again, Josh McCoy drives, kicks it back for Kamara, and three is short, and the Saints remain cold from the field. Evan Sands for Reese Garvin. Guarded by Parker Nine, gives it back for Sands. Guarded by Kingston McCoy. Saints won't come out of that man-to-man unless there's a serious problem. <laughs> Brady Murray touches it for the first time on the offense. He was outstanding as well against Reading High. By, by the way, the Saints are playing pretty doggone good defense right now, too. <laughs> and force another turnover as Sands, again, the defensive Kingston McCoy, forces the turnover, the third for Exeter on the traveling violation. Exeter gives it up. Devin Nestor checks in the game for Exeter for Alex Kelsey. Here with 3.14 left in the first quarter. Exeter with a 4-2 lead. Nestor had a career-high nine against Reading High. Drew the start that night as Brady Murray was working his way back from injury. Here's an interesting matchup. Nestor's going to guard Parker nine. So Jeff Van Gorder must have a lot of faith in his defense. Kingston McCoy guarded by Murray right now. Gives it up. Swings it around for Camaro. And right back now to Kingston McCoy. Murray right in his grill. Kingston McCoy trying to shake loose of him. Gives it up instead for Altamar. Now it's Parker 9. 9 wants to drive, and then Dish. Camaro kicks it back to Josh McCoy. Decides not to take the shot. Baseline move. Saints showing great patience to McCoy, but it's stripped by Garvin and taken away by Reese Garvin. In the open floor, Nestor tried to save it, but he couldn't, and Exeter will turn it right back on another turnover. Jeff Van Gorder wants to see them run, but a little bit under control, and I think he's going to call a timeout here at 30. We'll take one as well. Two minutes, 31 seconds left to go in the first quarter. It's a steady pace, 4-2. Exeter on top of Burks Catholic when we come back after this. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555.
Well, the one thing we know, Rich Garcel, about these two coaches is they like to talk about defense more than offense, and they've gotten that out of their teams so far in this one. 231 left to go in the first quarter, 4-2 Exeter on top of Berks Catholic. Yeah, Berks Catholic, one for eight from the field. Exeter is one for four, but with four turnovers. Josh and Kingston McCoy, Brady Altamar, Parker Nine, and Elijah Camaro, the four, five on the floor for the Saints following the Exeter timeout. Bob, it's like Garvin's playing a one-man zone. And Josh McCoy will drive right to him and back him up a little bit and get his first bucket, second bucket. Yeah, Reese didn't get over quick enough to help. We're tied for the second time now at 4-4. Devin Nestor, Brady Murray, Kevin Sands, Aiden Gobble, Reese Garvin, the five on the floor for Jeff Van Gorder's Eagles. Murray with 17 threes. Reese Garvin with 20 for Exeter. Alex Kelsey has taken the only three for the Eagles so far as Parker Nine strips it out of Sands' hands. Another turnover. Up ahead for Kingston McCoy. And the Saints have their first lead. Great steal by Nine. Great look to Kingston McCoy for the layup. Sands counters in the other end. And so that's much two. that's a two. His toes were on the line. Kevin Sands in transition gets the bucket. Yeah. Bob, remember the game at Reading, it kind of had some, you know, lulls and then all of a sudden some flurries. It looks like we're on the verge of a flurry here. Tied at six right now with 120 left to go in the first half. Hitting some jump shots can certainly kickstart an offense. Nine, a long three again, and this one's money. Yeah, he's an outstanding outside shooter. Leads the Mercs Catholic Saints with 20. That was his 21st three. And he puts the Saints on top by three. Garvin to match that with a step back three is no good. And rebounded by Brady Altamar. Pushes up ahead for Camaro. Camaro kicks it back for nine, filling in and dropping it in. Nice look by Camaro. Finds nine all alone underneath. Saints' largest lead at five, 11-6 with 45 seconds left to go in the first quarter. And now a reach-in foul by Parker Nine. So the timeout by Exeter actually kick-started Burks Catholic into another gear. It sure did. We got some substitutions, Bob. For Burks Catholic, it'll be Zach Susky, 5'11 junior, will check in. For Exeter, Tyler Flanders, 6'2 junior, will check into the game. And, and also Jaden Ware, 6'1 sophomore, into the game for Exeter. So Garvin and Sands, the two starters remaining out there for Exeter. BC's got six on the yep. floor. They wanted Josh McCoy yeah. out. He didn't realize it before they got a technical foul. Snip Astley and his assistant Jason Linderman. That might be the first time I heard of one of his Snip's assistants louder than Snip, but Jason Linderman, I think, was actually louder than Snip. That's an accomplishment. It sure is. Jaden Ware with it on the right wing, guarded by Altamar. The matchup of sophomores. Now to Flanders, right in front of the St. Bench. Also in the game for Burks Catholic is Javen Diaz. Sands against nine, drives, tucks, blocked by nine, and fouled. If that's on Parker nine, that's two. That's, yep. Sands went hard to the basket, drew the second foul on nine. That's Burks Catholic's leading score. Let's see, with 22 seconds left in the first, I think Snip is going to try to keep him in here because he's going to get offense. But let's see what he does at the beginning of the second quarter. So it puts Kevin Sands at the free throw line. Eagles excellent at the stripe at 71%. Reese Garvin's going to take a breather now for this final few seconds of the quarter, and Alex Kelsey back in. A little offense and defense substitution, perhaps, as Sands is at the free throw line. And the second one rolls off the rim. Parker Nine has the rebound. 11-7 after the one for two by Sands. Saints have the basketball and the lead. Snip Eshley wants them to hold for one shot if they can. Parker Nine to Kingston McCoy, who takes a peek back, sees the clock at eight. 
Diaz sets the screen for him. McCoy tries to get a man up in the air. Kicks it around. Altimore for three. Good if it goes. It does not. And that will bring the first quarter to a conclusion. After one at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium, it's the Burks Catholic Saints 11. The Exeter Eagles 7. We'll take a timeout back with more high school basketball. Presented by Krosky's Insurance on WEU in Reddick. You have auto insurance because... Let's face it, stuff happens. And then you feel punished with a rate hike after filing a claim? Erie Rate Lock changes all that. With Rate Lock from Erie Insurance, your low rate stays great until you change cars, drivers, or your address. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Rate Lock does not guarantee continued insurance coverage. Insured must meet necessary underwriting guidelines. Premium may change if you make policy changes. Not all products are offered in all states, patent pending. Shopping at Redner's has never been easier or more convenient with Redner's Ready, the order online and pickup service for Redner's Markets. Visit rednersmarkets.com and click on the Redner's Ready icon. Then choose your items, pay online, and pick up your order in any of the designated Redner's Ready parking spaces, and your groceries will be brought right to your car. It's Redner's Ready, the convenient online order and pickup service available only at rednersmarkets.com. Welcome back to Burks Catholic High School alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. Exeter trails Burks Catholic 11-7. The Saints struggled to shoot it. Exeter helped struggle to hold on to it. Well, how do you stop a, a good shooting team? You don't let them shoot. The, <laughs> the Saints have forced five turnovers. Interesting move here by Stip Esterly. He's keeping Parker 9 on the floor with two fouls. But we'll see if Exeter doesn't try to attack them as Kelsey drives right at Susky. Comes up empty. Altamar came down with it. Fighting with Jane Ware and travel with it. So Exeter gets the, excuse me, Burks Catholic gets the rebound, but we'll give it right back on the travel. So it's Sands, Garvin, Kelsey, Ware, and Nestor, the five on the floor for Exeter, with the basketball underneath their own bucket. Just the third turnover against Burks Catholic. Kick out Sands, corner three, in and out. Fight for the rebound, and Kelsey in the middle of everything will force the tie-up that will go to Burks Catholic on the possession arrow. Yeah, Exeter struggling to find its range shooting so far, unlike the victory over Reading. 11-7 again, Burks Catholic on top. Saints first possession of quarter number two. Kingston McCoy, the sophomore, gives it back for Javen Diaz. Diaz wants to drive right at Garvin and gets some separation and gets the bucket. Garvin had a chance to take the charge and he, and he didn't react quick enough. And a walk by Alex Kelsey. That's Exeter's sixth turnover. And a six-point Burks Catholic lead at the same time. And now the Saints will get the ball back. And let's hold on to the whistle here. This is going to be, I think this is a warning. Some, one of the Exeter players, I think, I don't want to say slammed the ball, but put it hard on the ground. The fans were all yelling for a technical. The officials just gave it as a warning and let it go at that. Bob, Burks Catholic, this is sort of a litmus test for both teams. Even though Burks Catholic has beaten some very good teams, Burks Catholic has the highest power rating in all of District 3. But this is more, we find out, we're going to find out a lot about both of these teams tonight. They play again later in the season in Riften. But so far, you got to like what the Saints are doing. Josh McCoy back on the floor in the paint. Josh McCoy finds two more. Off to a six-point start for McCoy and an eight-point Burks Catholic lead. Another and another turnover. turnover. Yep. Trying to get a fast break basket, Sands threw it away. Brady Altamore comes up with a takeaway. It's the McCoy brothers. Kingston drives. He'll pull up in the paint off the iron, not there. Jane Ware pulls down the rebound. They do get pre 
Parker nine off the floor with the two fouls. Jaden Ware fakes the three, drives in, and then tries to tish it back. But the pass last touched by Kingston McCoy. It'll stay Eagle basketball. Aiden McGee in the game now for the Eagles. 5'9 Junior is going to get Kevin Sands a breather. So Jeff Van Gorder going with a little bit of a different look to say the least right now. Jaden Ware, Alex Kelsey, Reese Garvin, Aiden McGee, and Devin Nestor. The five on the floor with the Eagles down by eight with 6.30 to go in the half. McGee drives, looking for somewhere to go to. Gives it back. Garvin, a long three with a man in his hand and his face not there. Tipped out and right back to Aiden McGee, and Exer gets another look. So again, Parker 9 out of the game right now with those two fouls. Right now, Exer looking for some offense as Kelsey drives. Almost lost it. Ends up in the hands of Flanders. Wow, there's nothing. Great cut. Reese Garvin from Jaden Ware and two. Great, great cut. Great ball movement by the Eagles. I was just going to say, there's nothing fancy about first Catholic's defense. It's old school man-to-man defense in your face. Guy's been doing it for 35 years. Sooner or later, he's going to figure something out. 800 wins, 217 losses. He's won eight Berks County titles. He won his 14th District 3 championship last year and the 2007 state championship with Central Catholic. Jaden Diaz on the Javen Diaz on the post up. Kicks it out. Susky for a corner. Three is good. Berks Catholic does not get much scoring from anybody with the McCoy brothers and Parker 9, but Susky buries the three from the corner. His fourth, and with that, it's an 18-9 Berks Catholic lead. And now a foul on the other end. It looks like they're pointing in the direction of Brady Altamar. It will be his first personal. First foul against either side in quarter number two. And now Brady Murray will check in for Exeter, and Alex Kelsey will come out. And Parker 9 checks back in for the Saints for Javen Diaz. So right now, Kevin Sands, Alex Kelsey, and Aiden Dauble are all on the Exeter bench while they're down by nine points with 5-10 left to go. Interesting decision going on right now for Jeff Van Gorder and who he's got on the floor as opposed to who he's got on the bench. Brady Murray working against Altamar. Swings around. Ware got up in the air. Finally finds Flanders to avoid the travel. Flanders will drive at Josh McCoy, who rejects his shot. Back the other way come the Saints. Kingston McCoy, crossover dribble, dishes it to the corner, and a bounce pass inside to Josh McCoy. Goes right at Garvin, not there, but a foul, and they're pointing in the direction of Tyler Flanders on the help defensively on the personal. Yeah, Exeter has a different lineup on the floor, but every guy who touched the ball looks like they, they're ready to attack the rim. I get, you know, Jeff Van Gorder has said that. We don't care. We're going, we're going to go to the basket. Josh Josh McCoy at six points as he steps the line to shoot two, misses the first of two. And with that, Aiden Dauble now will check back in for Exeter. Landers, who committed the foul, comes out. You know, both coaches talked about the familiarity with with, with, with among the players, between the players. And, and Josh McCoy makes a second free throw. Parker Dine is from Exeter. He knows a lot of these kids. And Snip Esperly was a little worried that he'd be too jacked up for this. And the same thing with Exeter. Kevin Sands and these other guys have played AEU basketball with the McCoy brothers. Brady Murray misses one inside. Josh McCoy comes down with a rebound. Parker Nine is back out on the floor for Berks Catholic. And that quickly puts up a three that's short. Rebounded by Jaden Ware and Exeter. 18-9 Saints on top. 4-18 left to go in the first half. Jaden Ware going to pop for three. That's well off the mark. And into the hands of Kingston McCoy. Snip Esterly puts up the proverbial slow it down, young man. 
but he doesn't is he'll take it right to the rim and lay it in for two and a foul. Strong move to the basket by Kingston McCoy. I think that's what they call a take. That wow. was a take. That was a take and a half. And now from, Sands from three-quarter court. And Sands and Nestor check back in the game. As does uh, Flanders. So three substitutions in for Exeter, who is now down 21-9, to pending a free throw coming from Kingston McCoy. And that one bounces around the rim and off. So it's 21-9, to Saints on top as we cross the halfway mark of period number two. Exeter just three for 13 from the floor. Sands stutter yeah. step move and another traveling violation is Kevin Sands. I think that might be why Jeff Van Gorder sat him down just to try to settle him down a little bit. But he comes back in and he traveled with a basketball. Trying to maybe just do a little bit too much against the defensive Kingston McCoy. Yeah, I think, I think the Eagles as a whole are trying to do too much. Big reason why they have eight turnovers here in the first 12 minutes. <laughs> and, uh, and nine points. That's Plus, not a good combination. And, I mean, and a credit to Burks Catholic State, which correct. has been outstanding. Nine again with a deep three. And with a man in his face, Parker Nine buries it. 24-9 from nine. That was deep. <laughs> that was close. Yeah, Bird, Daquan Burgess territory. <laughs> There's a bump and a foul against Altamar. Snip Esley's okay with it because he's playing aggressive defense. And that's his second. But it is number two on Altamar. Only the second against the Saints. 3.22 to go. Burks Catholic on top, 24-9. Parker Nine with his second three of the ball game and 22nd of the season. Exeter with the basketball to Sands. He'll pop from the top and bury it. Kevin Sands for three. Big bucket there for Exeter. Yeah. They, they got to find a way to get this to under 10 before the half here with three minutes left. Kingston McCoy drives, kicks, corner three. Altamar is good. Everybody's hitting out for the Saints. Yeah, I'm sure Jeff Van Gorder didn't expect that. He get two threes from other than the big three. Saints couldn't buy a bucket in the first quarter. Second quarter, they can't miss one. Blocked inside by Kingston McCoy. Scramble for the loose basketball and a timeout called as Brady Altamar got possession and Snip Bestley called timeout from the bench. It'll be a 30-second timeout. We'll take a breather as well with Burke Catholic out to a 27-12 advantage with 2.42 to go in the half when we come back after this. UECU is a proud supporter of Pennsylvania athletes and families. They invite you to enjoy their new low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, member rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Bazing. UECU membership is free online at UECU.org or simply stop by the credit union while missing on Meridian Boulevard. UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. 27 to 12, Burks Catholic on top of Exeter. Well, we said a little while ago, Rich, that Exeter called timeout and lit a fire under Burks Catholic. Maybe it'll reverse itself now for the Eagles who need a spark. Right. Burks Catholic is three for four from three-point range here in the second quarter. They have four threes overall. This is not a team that shoots a lot or makes a lot of threes. They've only made 49 in the first eight games compared to 106 for right. Exeter. Yeah, well. Big difference, but now it's Burks Catholic doing the outside shooting tonight. And with a lot of confidence in this quarter, as Susky, who made one earlier, misses one. And Aiden Dobble and Exeter have the rebound. Down by 15, the Eagles have it back with still 225 left to go in the second. 
Could be a big last couple of minutes for Exeter to try to close the gap here. Sands going to pop again for the top of the key. Hit a dead spot on the rim and it fell in. Kevin Sands with two threes here in the second quarter. Pulls the Eagles within 12. As I said, this could be monumental for Exeter if they can close the gap before the end of the quarter. Get it into single digits. That's what their goal is right now. 12 right now with two minutes to go in the half. Parker 9 guarded by Flanders. Now pulls him out the half court. Wants to dribble at him up and over the top of him and scores. Nice move. Nice short jumper off the dribble by Parker 9. 9 in double figures for the ninth time this season. He scored 20 or more in four straight for Burks Catholic as Brady Murray has it at the top he wants to drive on Susky spinning move is missed Aiden Dobble with the offensive rebound for Exeter dribbles it out now dribbles it in up and over Josh McCoy is short and Josh McCoy has the rebound defense by Josh McCoy or Kingston McCoy on that drive it was Kingston right now it was Josh Josh. on the defense (laughs) Kingston on the shot on a step back for three is not there it's tipped around Picked up by Armani Dominguez and saved for another look for Burks Catholic. Snip a minute to go. He might want to see them try to hold on to the ball here for this last minute. I'm, unless there's a wide he open. He's trying shot. to sell him, tell him to slow it down. Nope, there's not. a wide open three. Dominguez for three and rattles it home. Again, three threes from outside the big three of Burks Catholic's offense. I'm sure Exeter didn't expect that. And maybe Snip Esley didn't expect that. <laughs> 40 seconds to go in the half, and the Saints on top by 17. Sands, down, hounded by Kevin, by Kingston McCoy, gives it up. Murray, a long three is good. Uh, Brady Murray, who caught fire in the fourth quarter at Reading, scores his first points of the night. Closer to the half-court line than he was to the three-point line, but Murray buried it with 20 seconds to go in the half. Down by 14, Exeter playing defense. Kingston McCoy right down the middle for two. He's got six, but he's played tremendous defense on the Eagles. Eight seconds to go. The Eagles with one last shot here to cut the gap. Sands, double team, gives it up. Murray trying to get the shot off, dumps it inside and turns it over. And that will do it for the half. An impressive second quarter for the Burks Catholic Saints. And they will take the lead to the locker room. At halftime, the score, Burks Catholic 34, Exeter 18. We'll take a timeout back with high school basketball and WEU after this. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Hello, this is John Petrozelli, principal of Burke's Catholic High School. Burke's Catholic provides an excellent education centered on the four pillars of God, family, academics, and fun. Each day, we love and challenge our students. The class of 2023 received a record $20.3 million in academic scholarships. Come be a part of something amazing. For more information or to schedule a shadow day, please visit burkescatholic.org. And it's always a great day to be a saint. At Cross Keys Insurance, we don't just sell insurance, we help you buy it. The right package, the right price, the right security for your home, family, or business. Cross Keys is an independent agent, and we'll search different companies to find the right combination of price and coverage to meet your needs. 
Call Cross Keys Insurance at 610-916-6190 to get the key to your security. The key to your security. Cross Keys Insurance. Buying a home has never been so easy. I'm Chris Snyder of Mortgage America. If you're buying a home or refinancing your current one, you've come to the right place. Mortgage America's expert loan officers are available to assist you 24 hours a day, offering professional guidance throughout the home buying process. That's why we're awarded the number one mortgage lender in Pennsylvania. Call us at 610-376-1755 or visit us at 1100 Berkshire Boulevard, Missing. MNLS number 128501. Tonight's halftime show is brought to you by... Lincoln Plumbing and Heating. When you need a plumber, get a good one. Locally owned and operated. For over 50 years, Lincoln Plumbing has the experience to help from a leaky faucet to a whole bathroom remodel. Call 610-376-0863 for Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, as honest as their name. Alongside Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. Tonight's game is actually the culmination of a quadruple header here at Burke Catholic High School. Started with a boys JV game this afternoon, followed by the girls JV game. And then the girls' varsity game won by Burke's Catholic 54-37. And now it is the boys' varsity, and we are at halftime with Burke's Catholic on top of Exeter by a score of 34-18. Certainly didn't start out that way. It started out just like we expected it early on. But Burke's Catholic caught fire at the end of the quarter and began the second quarter on fire for sure, lighting it up from some sources that maybe they were not expecting. Certainly Exeter wasn't expecting it as well. But, but Burke's Catholic, thanks to four threes in quarter number two, lead by 16 points at the break. And three of them came from Brady Altamar, Zach Zuski, and Armani Dominguez. And I guarantee you, let's see what they had. Going into tonight, they had a combined... 10 three-pointers <laughs> for this season. And six players for Exeter have more than that on the year individually, <laughs> just to give you Correct. a perspective. No, I think the story of the game is first Catholic's defense. I think that more than anything, they've held Exeter to 6 for 20 shooting and have forced nine turnovers. Exeter put up, what, 79 points against Reading right. High last week. Again, we were so impressed by that. Tonight, they look like a different team, especially offensively. They just haven't been able to get into a rhythm, and the credit for that goes to the Saints. Yeah, I mean, you look at the turnover column, and that's really, not only were they getting the turnovers because of what Burks Catholic was doing to them defensively, but it was getting to their mental psyche as well. You could see, we could see frustration on the part of Exeter as the turnovers began to mount. And that ultimately is part of the reason why they have 18 points at halftime. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, Bob. I mean... You can see it. They're struggling. Exeter likes to attack the basket, and they've they've been contested. Every pass and every dribble and every shot have been contested by Burks Catholic. And Exeter, you can see, is really they're trying to make backdoor cuts. Burks Catholic has them covered. They tried to run. They forced turnovers in transition. Uh, you know, I just think right now the Saints are in command and. I, I, I don't I, I would bet a dollar that there aren't too many 16 point halftime leads that Snip Esterly has lost uh, <laughs> yeah, in his out, out of his 800 yeah, out that's, of his 800 out of his, I, yeah. well, only, he's only lost 217 yeah. games so I would bet that's a probably a pretty safe yeah. bet you're right I, I would bet that the um, news talk 830 w- 16 point lead 
at halftime will hold up. Well, we'll Unless, find... barring, barring a shock. Well, from... uh, let me just say this. If there's a team of what we've seen so far in Berks County who can shoot their yeah. way back from a 16-point deficit, it's the team in blue and white. But they're, I mean, Berks Catholic is contesting shots five, six feet behind the three-point right. arc. Exeter had a lot more open looks against Redding and, and hit on them. Right. And I, I, I really, really impressed with the Saints defense here tonight. 34-18, Berks Catholic on top of Exeter. We'll continue with more of our Lincoln Plumbing and Eating Halftime Show after this. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly? Having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Hello, this is John Petrozelli, principal of Berks Catholic High School. Berks Catholic provides an excellent education centered on the four pillars of God, family, academics, and fun. Each day, we love and challenge our students. The class of 2023 received a record $20.3 million in academic scholarships. Come be a part of something amazing. For more information or to schedule a shadow day, please visit berkscatholic.org. And it's always a great day to be a saint. Welcome back. We continue with more of our Lincoln Plumbing and Heating Halftime Show just to give you some numbers in this one. For the Saints, led by Parker, nine and five in the first and five more in the second, including a couple of threes. He's got ten, seven for Josh McCoy, six for Kingston McCoy. That's what we expected, but it's been the contributions of the others that have certainly helped the Saints in the 16-point advantage. Not A three-pointer for Amani Dominguez, a three-pointer for Brady Altamar, a three-pointer for Zach Susky, and a field goal for Javen Diaz. And so those 11 points go a long way for Burks Catholic and the reason why they have a 16-point advantage. For Exeter, Kevin Sands leading the way with nine, three for Brady Murray, and then there's the numbers that jump out at you. Alex Kelsey, two. Reese Garvin, two. Aiden Dobble, only two points each so far for Exeter and their total of 18. Yeah, again, credit Burks Catholic for how aggressive and how tight the Saints are playing defense. They're, they're contesting everything, dribbles, passes, shots, everything. And they've done a terrific job cutting off the backdoor looks that Exeter likes to, likes to get. And so again, a reminder there, the game earlier today, the Brooks got the girls beat Exeter 
54-37 in a game played before this one. 34-18 Saints on top of the Eagles as we get set to start quarter number three. Yeah, I, I, I think, Bob, here with Exeter down 16, they've got to do something in the first four minutes of the third quarter to get it under 10 if they want to have a chance of coming from behind and winning. But like I, like I said a few minutes ago, I can't imagine that Snip Esperly has his teams have lost many 16-point halftime leads. Alex Kelsey, Kevin Sands, Aiden Gobble, Reese Garvin, and Brady Murray, the five who will start for Exeter. And Exeter will start with the basketball. Let's also, let's also see if Exeter adjusts its defense just a little bit, tweaks it to try to cut off the drives and, and, and the open threes. Sands swings it for Dobble for Kelsey. Cutter is Sands, and it leads to a layup right out of the gate. Great set coming out of the break. Exeter ran it to perfection. Kelsey with the assist. Kevin Sands in double figures with 11. Ninth time this season in 11 games that Kevin Sands is top double digits. Josh McCoy on the post up down low kicks it out instead to nine on the right wing who swings it back for Armani, Armani Dominguez and now Kingston McCoy and Brady Altamar. That's the five who start for the Saints. Dominguez going to spot up for three. That's a bad miss and Brady Murray has the rebound. So a good start for Exeter. They get a bucket on their first possession. They get a stop on Burke Catholics and another, another cut. But this time, Kingston McCoy rejects it. Right out to Aiden Dauble who pops for three. No good. Garvin with a rebound. Oh, dumps it pass. off for Sands. Missed it. Gets his own rebound stripped from behind. Exeter still has it. Dauble for three. In and out. Tipped. Still controlled by Exeter. A fourth shot opportunity here for Exeter. Brady Murray. In and out. Five. That's Tipped around shots. and ultimately controlled by Kingston McCoy. Dobble missed two threes from the left corner. Sands missed inside and Murray missed. And don't forget, and here's a three for Altamar, and it's good from the corner. Brady Altamar's second three of the ballgame. He's averaging 3.6 a game. He's got six already. Alex Kelsey on the other end Looks is like going to get called for an offensive foul as he went right at Dominguez, and the offensive foul will give it back to the Saints. So what started out like a good start for Exeter, and let's not forget what changed that last possession for Exeter, and that was the unbelievable block by Kingston yes. McCoy that denied a On layup. Sands, yeah. Because it was a great pass from Garvin to Sands. Josh McCoy again backs down his defender, puts the upper, a shot up awkwardly over Reese Garvin, and Garvin comes down with a rebound. Sands in the open floor, kicks it up. Murray, corner three, off the rim. Tip, run out. Kelsey saves it. It's still loose on the floor. Kingston McCoy comes up with it for Burks Catholic. McCoy will drive. McCoy with a floater up and over Garvin for two. Pretty floater by Kingston McCoy. He's got 12. St. Lee is 19, 39, 20, 5.45 to go. And here's going to be an offensive foul on an illegal screen by Aiden Dauble. The screen by Dauble sets the foul call. That's the first on Dauble, second on Exeter, and a timeout a called by the Eagles. 5.42 left to go in the third quarter. 39-20, Burks Catholic on top of Exeter. We come back to Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium after this. Bad hair day? Bad day at the office? 
Bad day behind the wheel? Hey, stuff happens, even to the best of us. At least your car insurance rate doesn't have to take a hit. Get Erie Rate Lock from Erie Insurance. Gives you a great rate that stays put until you change a car, driver, or your address. Plus, seriously good service. Now that's something to smile about. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Erie Rate Lock does not guarantee continued insurance coverage and is not available in all states. Five minutes, 42 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Exeter got the first points of the third to make it a 14-point game, but the Saints have responded with five straight to make it a 39-20 largest lead for Burke Catholic, and it will be Saint basketball following the Exeter timeout. Sands, Garvin, Dobble, Kelsey, and De Devin Nestor now on the floor as Nestor will commit and Murray out after the timeout for Exeter. The McCoy brothers, Parker 9, Armani Dominguez, and Brady Altamar look inside for Josh McCoy. He's bumped and fouled. Count the bucket. Good look inside from Dominguez. Josh McCoy scores and gets fouled. And it's a foul on Gobble. That's his second. Josh McCoy really playing a low post kind of yeah. game, really driving to the basket on multiple occasions in this ballgame. And now he's at the free throw line to try to finish off a three-point play and does. And Josh McCoy in double figures for the ninth time this season. And the lead balloons to 22, 42-20. Saints on top. Sands, top of the key for three. And Kevin Sands keeping Exeter as best he can in this ballgame. Yeah, Josh McCoy late, or Kingston McCoy late coming out off the screen. Sands with an open one from the top of the key. Sands with 14 of Exeter's 23 points with 5-10 to go in the third. They try to trap Kingston McCoy. Try to force him to give up the basketball. He does to Josh, who posts up again down low. Double team, dumps it off for Dominguez in two. Great look by Josh McCoy. Off the double team, finds the cutting Dominguez. So the helping Exeter defense that time backfires as it leads to a layup for Dominguez. Sands drives, lost the handle, but touched last by Kingston McCoy. It'll stay Exeter basketball. 4.47 left to go in the third quarter. Eagles down 21, inbound to Garvin, and an easy two for Reese Garvin. We, we saw Exeter run a lot of nice stuff off inbounds plays. Did so there, too. Sands, easy pass to Garvin. Just the second field goal for Reese Garvin. Makes it a 44-25 game in favor of Burks Catholic. Nine, quiet so far here in the third. Has it on the baseline. Looking for a cutter. Has to give it back to Kingston McCoy. Swinging around from left side to right. Backs to Kingston McCoy on the right way. And he'll slow things down. Guarded by Nestor. Pulls up for the jumper that's no good. And Nestor comes up with a rebound. Sands, great look up ahead. And Dauble will turn it into a layup. Yeah, they haven't had too many easy baskets. But they just, Exeter just had back-to-back -back easy ones. Makes it a 17-point game. Halfway through quarter number three. Kingston McCoy drives, kicks, corner three, nine off the rim. And rebounded by Garvin. Sands right back up the floor for Kelsey. Kelsey will drive right at Josh McCoy and draw the foul. Alex Kelsey has never met a man he would back down from. He went right at Josh McCoy. Yeah, Jeff Van Gorder seemed a minute ago upset that Exeter wasn't get weren't they weren't getting as many calls as Burks Catholic. That's the first foul against the Saints this quarter. So Alex Kelsey, whose only points on the night, came at the free throw line with two free, two free throws at in the first quarter. 
adds another here on the first of two. Alex, a very good free throw shooter at 74%. Asked Jeff Van Gorder before the game who is his best man-to-man -man defender. He said without a doubt it's Alex Kelsey, but he misses the second. 44-28, the difference on the scoreboard in favor of the Saints. 340 left to go still in the third. Brady Altamar, Kingston McCoy, Josh McCoy, Parker 9, and Armani Dominguez. That's who started for Snipestler tonight. Drive by McCoy, gives it up for Altamar, who gives it inside for Dominguez. Saints really passing the basketball really? well. Yeah, great point, Bob. I was just going to say that. Their ball movement, as Snipestler had said, he wanted to see them move the ball well. They're doing an exceptional job of that. Very unselfish, finding the open man, great vision by all five Saints. And that's a foul on Reese Garvin, his third. And it will put Armani Dominguez at the free throw line to shoot two. Dominguez, the senior, got the start tonight. Had a career high of seven against Trinity. And one of the Saints' eight victories so far on the season. They've beaten Cedarcrest, Allentown Central Catholic, Octorera, Trinity, and Pottsville. As Dominguez misses them both. Chance here for the Saints. Sands try to force it up ahead to Reese Garvin, who ended up taking it off his foot and out of bounds. Not a good look that time from Sands. Turnover Exeter. Yeah, just pressing a little bit here tonight, Exeter, trying to force things that aren't there offensively. 3.15 now to go into third. Saints lead is 16. Nestor hounding Kingston McCoy, gives it up, swings it to the corner for Dominguez. They sag off of him, challenge him to shoot it. He thought about it, drives now and gives it back for nine instead. They will not give him any space with Kelsey right in his grill. Saints, again, patient offensively. Nine. No reason to rush with a 16-point lead. Now 250 left to go into third. Kingston McCoy will drive. Pops over everybody for the shot, but not there. Tipped and controlled by Sands, who wants to go for Exeter. Sands in the open floor. Nice stutter step move. Gets the shot, but will be fouled by, I believe, Kingston McCoy. And that's Kingston McCoy's first foul of the night. <laughs> He's played great defense. And I think that's probably what Jeff Van Gorder is trying to figure out. Look, you know, there's contact on both ends here. And that guy doesn't have a foul. <laughs> Sands at the free throw line for the second time tonight. Makes the first. He's now two for three at the stripe on the night. As Tyler Flanders will check back into the game now for Exeter. And Garvin will come out with those three fouls. But I want to make it a point. I haven't seen him make, commit a foul that wasn't called all night. Except there. And Kevin, it was called. Kevin Sands, two for two at the free throw line. 16 now for Sands. And a 14-point a difference on the scoreboard at 44-30. Exeter's switching, going full court pressure right here. Down 14. 240 to go. And That's a foul a, yeah, on no the doubt. inbounds pass as Nestor gives a shove to kids to McCoy. I think, fifth. Fifth. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's the fifth. Yeah, that is the fifth against Exeter. So yeah. that will put Burks Catholic now in the double bonus for the remainder of this third quarter. Again, five fouls sends your opponent to the free throw line to shoot two foul shots for the remainder of the period, which still has two minutes and 40 seconds left to go. Yeah, Exeter, that, we haven't seen too much of that full court pressure in the uh, two games that we've seen them trying to... Uh, Forced turnovers. I mean, there's another thing, Bob. Burks Catholic, three turnovers all game. Yes. That's, I was that's just incredible. As well. Yeah. Especially at the at the frenetic pace of yes. defense that this game has been played with. Yeah. Yeah, they've they've taken great care of the basketball. Kingston McCoy misses both free throws. Reese Garvin back on the floor for Exeter. Chance for the Eagles to keep chipping away here. They got it to 14. Still 235 left to go in the third. Nestor for Sands. 
Sands, step back for three, tough shot, not there. Nine gets the rebound. Stripped from behind almost by Kelsey, but nine able to hold on to it, and Saints keep it. Josh McCoy takes it across the floor. Josh McCoy takes it to the bucket. It rolled off the rim, no good, but he'll shoot two instead. I think that's going to be the fourth foul on Reese Garvin, yep. and it is. So Jeff Van Gorder gambles a little bit by putting Garvin back out there, hoping to get some offensive spark from him as well. Now he's going to have to take him out with those four fouls as Josh McCoy is back at the free throw line to shoot two more. Saints all of a sudden can't find the range from the free throw line. One for five now, one for six now in this third quarter from the strike. Yeah, Tyler Flanders checks in for Reese Garvin, who goes to the bench with four fouls, 2.16 left in the third. Second by McCoy is good. Sometimes that announcer Jenkins work in reverse, just to let you know the powers of it. 45-30 is our score now. Burks Gatling on top, 2.10 left to go in the third period. Sands, Dauble, Kelsey, Back to Sands inside, along with Flanders and Nestor, the five on the floor. And now we're going to get a reach-in foul called against Berks Catholic. That's going to put Exer now at the line in the double bonus. That's the fifth team foul. I think it's the fourth. Oh, you're correct. I don't know who it was on, though. Exer will inbound. And it was on they almost threw it away. It was on, and there it is. They did throw it away. Kelsey tried to save it, but he saved it to Parker 9. It will beat everybody down the floor for the bucket. And now it, I'm not sure if it's a timeout. They're just checking on Alex Kelsey, who's fine. Kelsey dove to save it. Officials just want to make sure he was okay, so there is no timeout. As it's now a 47-30 game on another Exeter turnover that this time leads to a run out for Parker 9 and a bucket. 12 now for Parker 9 and a 17-point Burks Catholic lead. High post to Nestor. Nestor trying to shake loose. The defense gives it up for Sands. Backdoor cut by Kelsey. Bumped and fouled by Susky. That's the fourth team foul, I think. Maybe it's... Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. And it's the second personal on Zach Susky. So the next one would put the Eagles in the bonus. 141 left to go in the third. Axer inbound underneath. Sands for Kelsey, corner three, well short, and into the hands of Kingston McCoy. Allen up ahead, Parker nine on the run out, right at Sands, missed it, right to Susky for two. Susky did a great job getting down the floor, got the rebound and the putback. Five for Zach Susky and a lead back to 19. Kelsey with the drive, right at the defense and a foul on Altamar. That's going to put Alex Kelsey at the free throw line. Kelsey will shoot two. That's the third on Altamar. Kelsey, three out of four at the stripe on the night. There's nothing fancy about the way Burks Catholic is playing defense. <laughs> it is just tough, hard-nosed, in-your-face, body-up, physical defense. It's been that way since, since 1989 with Snip actually Snip Essley taking over for Dan Hogney, who took over for Reggie Weiss at Central Catholic. And then, obviously, now in his 13th season here since the inception of Burks Catholic High School. He's got 258 wins just at Burks Catholic. And with a win tonight, he will move into a tie for seventh place with former Pittsburgh North Catholic coach Don Graham, who won 800 games between 1948 and 1999. It's a drive by Kingston McCoy that's no good, but he strips it loose and takes it back on the other end. 
And that dump off for Susky, who's bumped and fouled with 105 left in the third. It's going to be on Nestor, his second, and Berks Catholic will go to the line again. 105 left to go. Zach Susky shooting two for the Saints, who lead it 49-31 after Alex Kelsey's one out of two on the other end for Exeter. Susky's first is good. 5'11", junior. Now eight out of nine at the free throw line on the season. He did have a career high of 14 in a game against Octorera. It was a game that Berks Catholic almost lost last year to Octorera. And a good Octorera team. They they took the to they took them to the woodshed at Octorera this this earlier this season, 80 to 47. That's Octorera, who is now in District Three. That's the only loss for the Braves. A place, by the way, that has fan backboards. They still have the fan-style backboards at Octorera. As Brady Murray drops the three. 51-34 now after the made three by Brady Murray. Murray's second three of the ballgame. Off the dribble, drive by Kingston McCoy. Count the bucket and a foul. And that might be the third foul on Dobble. It is. Still 34 seconds left to go in the third quarter, and a strong take by Kingston McCoy. Absorbs the hit from Dauble and goes to the line. Three-point play for Kingston McCoy. He's got six in the quarter, 12 in the game, and the lead is 54-34 after McCoy's three-point play. 30 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Sands off the double screen at the high post. Rolls it in with the left hand and gets fouled. Another strong take this time by Kevin Sands. They saw a crease into Berks Catholic defense and attacked it. Went up with his offhand, his left hand. Finished. He, he gets a chance at a three-point play. They haven't done that enough tonight, Bob. They have, And that's a credit because of Berks Catholic's defense. They haven't been able to get to the rim as much as they usually do. 54-37 as Sands does finish off the three-point play. Ten in the quarter, 19 on the night now for Kevin Sands with 24 seconds left to go in quarter number three. Makes it a 17-point game. And Berks Catholic, again, ideally would like to hold for one shot. We'll see how they do. 18 seconds to go. Now back in the hands of Kingston McCoy. Now to big brother Josh. Kingston the sophomore, Josh the senior. Right elbow, Josh looking for some help, gives it back to Kingston with six on the clock. On a clear out, McCoy drives, kicks, corner three for Altamar, spins off no good, and that will do it for the third quarter. After three at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium, Burks Catholic 54, Exeter 37, back with a final eight after this on WEU in Reddick. Buying a home has never been so easy. I'm Chris Snyder of Mortgage America. If you're buying a home or refinancing your current one, you've come to the right place. Mortgage America's expert loan officers are available to assist you 24 hours a day, offering professional guidance throughout the home buying process. That's why we're awarded the number one mortgage lender in Pennsylvania. Call us at 610-376-1755 or visit us at 1100 Berkshire Boulevard, Wyoming. MNLS number 128501. 
I'm John Petrozelli, principal of Burke's Catholic High School, a school where students feel safe, loved, and challenged. Guided by our four pillars of success, God, family, academics, and fun, we strive to positively impact our students spiritually, academically, socially, and emotionally so they can lead distinguished lives. Welcome back as we set to get set to start quarter number four alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. The Burks Catholic Saints 54, the Exeter Eagles 37 as we start the final eight here at Burks Catholic High School. Alex Kelsey and Kingston McCoy exchanging pleasantries. <laughs> There's 34-18 Saints at halftime. Josh McCoy drives and takes it right to the hole again. Josh McCoy with another bucket. He's got 12. While Exeter hasn't been able to get to the rim as much, that's not the case for Burks Catholic. The McCoy brothers especially have gotten to the rim easier than I, I expected for sure. Brady Murray back on the floor. Gives it up for Kevin Sands for Exeter. Swings it around for Flanders who drives and kisses off the glass for his first points of the night. Nice move by Tyler Flanders who... We, didn't see that much of last week at Reading. 56-39 now our score as Parker 9 drives with the left hand comes up no good. Ball back in the hands of Sands across half court. Kicks around. Flanders will try his luck on a three. That's well short and into the hands of Kingston McCoy. That's Van Gorder kind of the head in the hands. Not a good looking shot that time for Exer. Not the guy that Exer is looking for to shoot the three. Caught up in the moment, perhaps just a little bit. Reese Garvin with four fouls now gets up off the bench for Exeter to the scorer's table. Yeah, you really can't afford to keep him out much longer if, if Exeter hopes to make a run here in the fourth quarter. Burks Catholic's going to try to play some keep away for a while and shorten up this game with a 17-point lead. Running some clock. Josh McCoy, a little stutter step move, and then a foul on the reach-in. Looks like they're pointing in the direction of Aiden Dauble, and if they are, that's going to be his that fourth. Is. It's his fourth. First foul on either side here in the fourth, and Garvin will check in, and Dauble will come out. Well, in the unlikely case that Exeter climbs this mountain here in the fourth quarter, uh, even 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 though they're down 17, I want to keep Dauble on the floor. Along, you know, keep keep your bullets out there, keep keep them out there as long as you can, but. We'll see what happens here. That was a travel. And that's, that's a turnover for the Saints. A rarity at that, but the Exeter Eagles will get it back. Down 17 points with 6.20 left to go in the third quarter. That is Burks Catholic's first turnover since the second quarter. They, the Saints have just four. Exeter with Sands again off that double stack at the top. Gives it up this time. Swinging around the left side for Murray. Garvin catches. Reed Parker nine right on him. Alex Kelsey now will drive, gets the contact, and the foul will be on Dominguez. Count the bucket for Kelsey. The strength of Alex Kelsey gets and a really, two and a foul. Really nice drive, powerful drive by Kelsey. His first made field goal of the game, and it will be on Armani Dominguez, the foul that is, that will bring him to the scores to the bench, and get Elijah Camaro back on the floor. And Nestor checks in for Garvin. I, I think Jeff Van Gorder might be trying to play a little offense-defense here. And Kelsey makes the foul shot as well. Seven for Alex Kelsey. Makes it a 56-42 game now 
As Exeter climbs to within 14 with six minutes to go, and there's a reach-in foul on Kelsey. Trying to go for the strip of Kingston. McCoy gets called for the foul instead. His second, team second. Brady Altamar, Kingston McCoy, Josh McCoy, Parker 9, Elijah Camaro on the floor for Burks Catholic. Bob, what's interesting, Nestor has guarded Kingston McCoy whenever Nestor's been on the floor. So uh, my guess is Jeff Van Gorder has a lot of faith. There's a steal as Sands will strip the ball and take it in for the bucket. And all of a sudden, it's a 12-point game. And Snip Besley says, you know, we were up by like 20 at one point in time. It's getting a little close. I better call a timeout here. Does so. A 30-second timeout for the Saints. With 5.35 left to go, 56-44, Burks Catholic Ex- on top. Exeter showing no quit. Uh, you know, I thought they needed to get it down to under 10 going into the fourth quarter. It's still a 5.35 left, down 12 to the Saints. It's going to be a, very difficult, but but they've made a nice run here. Again, just a reminder of what we said at halftime. This is a team that came into tonight's game with 106 made threes. And so if there's anybody who can shoot their way back, they're four buckets away from tying this ballgame they only up. They've only made four tonight, and three right. of them have been by Kevin Sands, the other one by Brady Murray. It's been a tremendous effort tonight by Sands, who got the bucket there. It gives him 21 now on the night. And now the Exeter Eagles will respond out of the timeout with some more full-court pressure defense. The Flanders hounding Josh McCoy, who will bring it up for Burks Catholic. He'll give it up now for Camaro. Swings it around for Kingston McCoy. Rubs off the screen. Sands picks him up, trying to trap him in the corner. Nestor fell down and leaves Altamar open, but his three is short. Bounces right to Kingston McCoy. And a hook and a foul going to be called against Exeter. A fortunate bounce there for the Saints off the front of the rim. That foul's on Sands. I think that's his first. It is. Third on Exeter. And so Burks Catholic will inbound underneath. Five minutes and 14 seconds still left to go in this one. A little bit of a bounce in the step of the Eagles, though, as they've climbed closer. Flanders and Josh McCoy botting up with one another. The officials say, all right, knock it off. That's enough. Josh gives it up for Kingston McCoy. Spins a defender out of his way. The three, however, is no good. That was a near steal by... It's going to be a foul on Burks Catholic. Near steal by Nestor. Nestor's hurt. Looks like he might have taken it. I think he got Kingston McCoy's knee hit him right in the thigh. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And so they'll get him we out. They'll get Garvin back in. Snip actually was talking about that. That's what happened to Parker 9, and he aggravated it yesterday in practice. He got kneed in the thigh by a teammate. And Parker playing with that, that left thigh yeah. wrapped up tonight's game. Sands, top of the key for three, and three more for Sands. It's a single-digit game at nine points on the board. We got a ball game, Bob, with 4.50 left. 24 for Kevin Sands. That's a new career high. John McCoy trying to settle the ghost. Drives up off the glass. No good. Garvin with a rebound. Sands with a basketball. Up ahead for Kelsey. He'll wait for help. Good decision. Sands at the top. Gives it back for Murray. Swinging around right side. Garvin. Post up is Kelsey. Kelsey strong to the hole. No good, but he's fouled. Yeah, they were setting that up. Kelsey was wanted the ball in a post-up situation. Felt like he had more muscle than Dominguez. Draws the foul. Goes to the line with a chance to 
bring the Eagles within seven. Actually, it was Altamar who they whistled for the foul, correct. And so Kelsey will shoot two. That's going to be the fifth on Brady Altamar. So Alex Kelsey will shoot two. Aiden Dauble back in. Reese Garvin out. Again, Jeff Van Gorder trying to protect those two. Both playing with four fouls right now. But Alex Kelsey's back at the free throw line to shoot two more. Help try to close the gap for more. And he makes the first. And the second. Five and a quarter, nine on the night for Kelsey, and more importantly, Exeter is within seven. 56-49, still 4-15 left to go. Josh McCoy up the floor, pounded by Sands and fouled. That's his second. Exeter is trying to play a very aggressive defense. And Sands gets called for the personal. Dobbles on the floor with four fouls playing defense. We'll see if he can stay in the game. Next foul by Exeter puts Burks Catholic on the line in a double bonus. Kingston McCoy with the basketball, guarded by Sands. Gives it up for Kamara. Back to Kingston. Sands fights through the screen. Kingston McCoy to the corner, nowhere to go. Looking for somebody to cap. Gives it up for Susky. Susky strong up underneath, not there. Kelsey with a rebound. Eagles on a three on two. Kelsey from one end to the other, not there. Rebounded wow. by Kingston McCoy. Yes, the layup just didn't fall. He had it. He also had Sands trailing, didn't see him. Could have pulled Exeter within five. Burks Catholic will call a timeout. Saints once on top by 20-plus in this ballgame. Now up by just seven. With three minutes and 38 seconds left to go in the ballgame, Burks Catholic calls the timeout. Burks Catholic here in the fourth quarter, just one for six from the field. The only basket, the only points for the Saints this quarter by Josh McCoy. On the other hand, Kelsey with five this quarter, Sands with five, and Tyler Flanders with two for the Eagles. Burks Catholic led this game by 16 points at halftime, and that lead grew to 22 points early on in the third quarter. It's now a seven-point difference with still three minutes and 38 seconds left to play. Yeah, this is, this is typical of what we saw from Exeter last year, the fight in them yeah. during their postseason run. And... They have several players back from that team, and you're seeing that now here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the words that Jeff Van Gorder said to you more than one time in the postgame interview at the Geigel and said it to us a couple of times tonight in our conversation, how proud he was of how his team played in the game at the Geigel. He's got to be equally proud of this one, win or lose, how his team fought back here in the second half with what looked to be everything against them. A lot of teams would have crumbled. Absolutely. I know there's no doubt about that. In this gym, in this environment, absolutely. But the Eagles have not. They've got it to a seven-point game. Burks Catholic's basketball following their timeout. Still 3.30 to go. You know, Parker 9 hasn't gotten many touches here in the fourth quarter. I wouldn't be surprised if they set something up for him. Kingston McCoy will drive. Can't finish. Gets his own rebound. Putback is also no good. Sands had the rebound stripped by Josh McCoy. Save, but to Brady Murray. And Exeter ends up keeping it. Saints with a... Man down, if you will, and Murray Perry stepped into the three. Wide open, Sands find him, and the lead is down to four. Exeter knew with Josh McCoy slow to get up. They had a man advantage, and Brady Murray buries the three. Murray coming up big in the fourth quarter like he did the other night. Kingston McCoy oh, wow. drives, rolls it Got in, and a foul. 
Kingston McCoy with a huge bucket and a foul. Bob, what 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 would it be? Would it be an EEU broadcast without a exciting finish? <laughs> We've had a great start to our coverage. It can only get better. We hope. As Kingston McCoy with a bucket and a foul that will put him on the free throw line. Still 2:53 to go. Armani Dominguez will check back in now for Burks Catholic as Susky will come out. Kingston McCoy at the free throw line. It's two for four in the night at the strike. And that's no good. Saints have struggled at the free throw line in this game and now tied up on the rebound. Garvin and Camaro. It'll it's stay extra ball. ball. Yeah. So it's a 58-52 Saint lead on the bucket by Kingston McCoy. 2.50 left to go in the ballgame. Yeah, Exeter with its starters on the floor here. Dauble, quiet night offensively for Dauble. Garvin, tough catch and shoot three as well off. Kelsey with a rebound and is fouled. Alex Kelsey timed his rebound perfectly and got knocked to the deck. He'll shoot two. And the foul's on Kingston McCoy. So Kelsey right back to the free throw line. his fifth trip to the free throw Kelsey's line Kelsey's been a big, big part of this comeback by the Eagles. I, mean, I shortchanged it. This is his sixth trip to the free throw line tonight. This is the first. Offense, defense again by Jeff Van Gorder with Exeter. Out go Garvin and Dobble. In come Nestor and Flanders. Great turnout, by the way, for both student bodies here tonight. Great to see. As Kelsey's second free throw is good. 58-53 now our score. Full court pressure from the Eagles. Still 2.35 left to play. Kingston McCoy hounded by Sands. Gives it up for Camaro. Camaro fouled. And the Eagles were intentionally doing that. Them. Yep. They foul, foul, foul Elijah Camaro, who on the season is two for four at the foul line. So they kind of single out who they want to foul. You know, Camaro has not scored. That's that's great preparation and great coaching there. They as soon as he touched the ball, they they fouled him. Brady Murray committed the foul, and he has some fouls to give. Let's see if it pays off. First one, no good. In come Garvin and Dobble. Out go Nestor and Flanders. Saints now five for thirteen at the free throw. Five for. 12 now at the free throw line in the second half. Nope. Make it 5 for 13. He that didn't hit everything. anything. Yeah, that didn't hit anything. So the foul worked for Exeter. The strategy worked. And they're going to get Camaro off the floor now and get Zach Susky back in. As Exeter's going to get the ball with a five-point difference on the scoreboard and 227 still left to go in this game. A world of time left now that Exeter's got it to a five-point game. Yeah, 58-53. The Saints with just four points this quarter. Sands, stutter step, drive, and a finish with the left hand. He's been really good with that tonight, that left hand. He scored at least three or four baskets that way. The lead's down to three. Kevin Sands' career night continues for Exeter. Kingston McCoy on the other end, stutter step, kick out, nine, a long three. It's good. good. Wow. Parker Nine had been quiet, hadn't got many touches this quarter. Buries a huge three. Garvin to match it is off the back iron. Kingston McC uh, Josh McCoy rebound and fouled by Dobble. That's going to be number five on the push off by Aiden Dobble. 
I got to tell you something. That should be worth four. That's how far Parker Knight was behind the line. How about the height, the arc on that? Because he, he shot it right in front of us. We saw the angle the yeah. whole way. Yeah, we were closer to him than he was to the three-point <laughs> line. That's true. <laughs> Josh McCoy is at the foul line after the foul by Dobble. So Aiden Dobble's night ends with just four points as he fouls out. Yeah, that, the game's not over, but that three-pointer might have been the difference here. Saints still cannot find the range at the free throw line as Josh McCoy misses the first of two. Burks Catholic 0 for 4 at the stripe in this fourth quarter. And, and again, 0 for 5. 9 with a rebound. Dumped it off oh, for Susky wow. and 2. Again, 9 with the offensive rebound. Susky scores. It's Six, an 8-point game. 63-55 with 1.45 to go. Loose on the floor. Who's going to come up with it? Burks Catholic has it. Turnover Exeter. Josh McCoy in the open floor, finds Dominguez, great find for two. Dominguez found the open area. Josh McCoy with the pass. It looks like the Saints have weathered the storm. Exeter will call the timeout. Jeff Van Gorder incensed, looking for a whistle on the other end. loose ball down here at the offensive end. Instead, it is a bucket from Josh McCoy to Armani Dominguez to push it back to a 10-point lead. After yeah. Exeter had gotten it to within three. Dominguez found an open area under the basket. Josh McCoy with a beautiful pass. Parker nine with a three. That's the, Parker that's, nine yeah. with an offensive, offensive rebound, rebound and a yeah. dump off to Zach Susky. A five-point swing. Tremendous. All at the fingertips of two, Parker nine. Two tremendous plays by Parker nine. The three, which was, again, Bob said, closer to us <laughs> on the sideline than the three-point line. And the offensive rebound in, a, in traffic. It wasn't an easy offensive rebound. Right. And found Zusky underneath for the layup. As Snip Esley said to us before the game, Parker 9 has never met a 3 he doesn't like. <laughs> and it took a lot of guts to take that shot because he was way back. And he buried it. to put it to a 6-point advantage. Then the dump off made an 8. And then the great find by Josh McCoy to Dominguez to make it a 10-point difference. You know... I remember shooting long jumpers in, in CYO gyms that had a much lower ceiling than that <laughs> and hitting the ceiling. That came close to hitting this ceiling. <laughs> Ten-point difference. Exeter has the basketball following the timeout to Garvin for three and a big shot for Reese Garvin. Huge bucket for the Eagles to make it a seven-point game and another quick timeout for Exeter. Reese has struggled offensively here tonight and lately finds the range on the three. He's got seven. 26 for Kevin Sands to pick up the scoring slack that normally you see from Garvin and Dauble. As we said, Dauble fouls out with four. And up until then, Reese Garvin with that now is seven. But we talked about the big three. Jeff Van Gorder, the Exeter coach, wanted to limit the big three. 15 for Parker Nine, 13 for Kingston McCoy, 13 for Josh McCoy. But Zach Zusky has nine. Right. Armani, Armani Dominguez has seven. I yep. mean, they're the points that are the difference here tonight. Absolutely correct. And Snip Esley hoping those guys could just give him some defense. They've given him offense. And the Saints lead by seven. With still a minute 15 to go. And again, Exeter now down to just one timeout left right. as well. Yeah. Both teams in the bonus will shoot two on any foul. And we will have one here. And they'll foul Kingston McCoy. And again, that strategy can work right now for Exeter because the Saints have struggled at the free throw line. Yeah, they sure have. And Jeff Van Gorder trying to lengthen the game 
by fouling the Saints. It, 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 it's down seven with a minute 13. It's maybe his only option. Five for 15 in the second half for Burks Catholic at the stripe. Kingston McCoy's first hits the front of the rim. No good. Marvin back in. He's one for six from the line tonight. He's played terrific. He played a terrific game other than his free throw shooting here. Burks Catholic's got a tough one tomorrow night as well. Muhlenberg oh, will be here to take on the Saints tomorrow night as Kingston McCoy finally breaks the skid and makes the second of two. 66-58. Saints on top, 108 to go. Sands drives, dumps it back for Murray. Chased down by Kelsey out near midcourt. Kelsey on the dribble drive, kicks it to the corner. Nobody there, turnover exit. Yeah, you've got to hurry a little bit, but Alex Kelsey just missed Tyler Flanders in the corner. Missed him by a lot. They'll bring Nestor in for the purpose of defense and fouls and get Garvin out with his four fouls. One minute exactly left to go in the ballgame. Inbounds for nine. Kelsey goes for the strip. Nine takes it away. Brings it into the front court. And now the Saints will try to play keep away. There's the foul on Kingston McCoy. Sands and Nestor both there on the push. We'll see which one they give the foul to. It's going to be on Sands, and that's his third. So it puts Kingston McCoy right back at the free throw line where he finally broke a little bit of a skid, made the second of two. Bob, again, Exeter was down 22, cut it to four before Parker, Parker Nine's three gave the Saints a cushion. Saints up nine now after Kingston McCoy makes the first of his two free throws. 16 now for the sophomore. The career high 29 in, the game, in that win over Trinity. And he misses the second, rebounded by Flanders. The Saints lead is 9, 67-58. Sands dumps it off for Flanders. His shot up and over the backboard. Nobody touched it. Josh McCoy may have redirected the shot attempt. Exeter thought it was touched by McCoy. The official said it was not. It's Burks Catholic basketball. And a foul on the inbounds by Murray on Josh McCoy. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I could not tell. Couldn't tell at all whether that was tipped or not. Murray and Alex Kelsey talking to Parker Nine. They're all, all friends. <laughs> they're, I think they're discussing the play that just happened. <laughs> so to put Josh McCoy now at the free throw line. McCoy two for seven at the stripe on the night. This could make it two for eight. I'm sure. You know what they're going to be doing at practice before well, the game not, tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow because they have <laughs> Muhlenberg right. here, and that's going to be another rugged game. But next practice, Snip is going to have them work on free throw shooting. Second one is good by Josh McCoy. Gives him 13 on the night. Makes it a 10-point lead again with 40 seconds to go. Kick out. Sands. Or excuse me. Garvin rattles one home from distance. Reese Garvin with another three. Gives him 10 points on the night. And Exeter will burn its final timeout with 31.6 to go. Garvin's three makes it a seven-point game. 68-61, Burks Catholic on top. Yeah, Bob, it looks like Burks Catholic's going to hold on here, but man, what a comeback by the Eagles. Cutting it to four, or three. excuse me, three, 58-55 yep. at one point before Parker Nines three from deep. Uh, but overall, you can't say enough about the Saints defense tonight. I know Exeter has made a really valiant comeback here in the fourth quarter. But those first three quarters, the Saints own them because of their defense. 68-61, Saints, 31.6 left to go. And following Exeter's final timeout, Burks Catholic will inbound, and they immediately 
Foul on the inbounds, and they foul Josh McCoy again. So he'll shoot two more. Kevin Sands now picks up his fourth foul. Brilliant night tonight for Sands. 26 points, a new career high. He had 21 three straight games. Cedar Crest, Spring Ford, and the game we did against Reading High. Kevin Sands with 21 points in each of those three, averaging 17 a game. That'll go up now with his 26 tonight. For Exeter, they'll be in action on Saturday at York Suburban. And then Monday night, they'll be at Muhlenberg. So Burke's Catholic has Muhlenberg on Friday. And then Matt Flowers' team will host Exeter on Monday in a couple of big crossover games as Josh McCoy makes them both this time. And it makes it a 70-61 to game inside of 25 seconds to go. Murray, catch and shoot three is no good. Rebounded and fouled as Zach Susky comes up with a rebound for Burke's Catholic. Alex Kelsey fouls him, and so Susky will step to the other end of the floor and shoot two. Susky made two foul shots earlier in the third quarter and makes another one here. That's 10 for Zach Susky. Zach Susky made one of the two most important baskets of the night off the offensive rebound by Parker Nine and the assist by Parker Nine. Zuski all alone for a layup. Nine coming out now. His night appears to be over with 19.4 seconds to go as Kamara will come back in. Zuski makes them both, makes it a 72-61 game with 18 seconds to go. Sands looking for three more oh, and man. gets it. What a performance by Kevin Sands. He's got 29 for her eyes. Final 10 seconds up ahead. Kamaro to Susky, who will wait, not take a shot. That's a smart move. Yeah. And Just let a... the clock run down. Exeter will not foul, and Burks Catholic will take the early command of Division Two of the Burks Boys Conference with a win on their home floor over Exeter. The final score: Burks Catholic 72, Exeter 64. We'll take a timeout. Back with our post-game show after this on WEU in Reading. Pennsylvania athletes, families, and fans, UECU invites you to enjoy their low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, members' rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Buzzing. Get started online at UECU.org or stop by their branch in Why I'm Missing on Meridian Boulevard. That's UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. Looking for a game-winning play for your News next Talk tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. 
Are you feeling hungry? Then come to Why I'm Missing Bakery and Restaurant for breakfast or lunch. The best bakery and buffet in Berks County with fresh fried chicken to homemade donuts, they got you covered. And you can even order off the menu. Everything is fresh, never frozen, and always homemade from scratch. The Why I'm Missing Restaurant and Bakery is open daily from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. For the full menu and specials, go to whyamissingrestaurantandbakery.com. Get your feast on today, located at 1245 Penn Avenue in Why I'm Missing. Welcome back to uh, Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium where Snip Essley wins career win number 801 as they hold off the Exeter Eagles tonight by a final score of 72-64. Rich Garcella is Thank you, up. Bob. I'm here with Berks Catholic coach Snip Essley. Congratulations on your 801st win. <laughs> it wasn't easy, was it? No, nah, it never is easy, uh, especially with a ball club like Exeter. I thought in the first half, I thought we played great. And then the second half, we got a little timid and they, the momentum switched. They kept making threes. We kept missing foul shots, maybe a turnover here or there. We just lost sync a little bit, that's all. Snip, they cut a 22-point lead down to three. I shouldn't have to tell you this, but I'm doing this for the audience. Parker 9 makes a three from where we're sitting and then gets an offensive rebound in traffic and finds Zach Zusky. Can you tell? just describe how big those two plays were? Well, it was a huge play. When he shot it, I went, oh, my God. And then I said, good shot. <laughs> he's, he's an incredible player. He'll, I, he just wants, wants it. Uh, I, he stepped up big time. I, I'm lost for words with him. You had told us before the game you made a little lineup change. You have a big three, obviously, and everybody in the county knows. Josh McCoy, Kingston McCoy, Parker Nine. But you got valuable contributions from Zusky, Altamar, and Dominguez tonight. Can you describe how big they were tonight for you? They've been doing it for us all year long. And that's what I, I told we, we told each other. we got to get Zach more minutes somewhere. Okay, but and, it's, and, and with uh, Armani and, and uh, Brady coming off the bench, uh, well, they started tonight, but uh, they give us tremendous quickness defense. And hopefully, you know, like they'll start to learn that, that they, they got to do some more things offensively. Snip for the first three quarters. Okay. For the first three quarters, the story was your defense. Have you played better defense than you did those first three quarters? Uh, it was darn close. It was darn close. But, uh, I mean, we played tremendous defense against Cedar Crest in the opener in Outtown Central Catholic. And Trinity, you know, I thought we played pretty good defense. But tonight... You know, in that first three quarters, you're right. We In the first half, we caused like five, seven turnovers by walks because our pressure was uh, up there. You have another easy game, not, not so easy game, tomorrow night here at Wolf Gymnasium against Muhlenberg. What do you do 24 hours from now? Do you, do you have a shoot around tomorrow? How, how do you handle it, and, and what do you expect from the Mules? No, we're going we're gonna to rest. <laughs> we're going to rest for like 18 hours, and then we're going to go do it. Tomorrow we'll probably go a little deeper on our bench to get make sure people have, you know, their legs are, are there. Last thing for me, do you like where this team is through nine games? You haven't lost, but do you like how they're playing? I do. I was a little concerned with the last two ball games, but tonight we came out with a little fire. And believe it or not, I mean, this is only our second home game. So that, you know, we, we've been on the road. I, I, I know it's not like college and travel, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it, it's tough playing on the road. Snip, thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. Snip Essley, as Rich said, career win number 801, honored before tonight's basketball game. 
for accomplishing that 800th win. 259 of those wins coming here at Burke's Catholic. And obviously, Snip Esseli doing what he does best, inspiring his team to play good defense, and they frustrated Exeter. But Exeter found a way down by 22 points in the third quarter. It was 42-20. Burke's Catholic on top of the Eagles early on in the third quarter. Exeter got it to within 17, if you want to call it that, at the end of the third quarter. But the fourth quarter, they just kept sticking jumpers. As Snip said, they kept making threes. They made five threes in the third quarter. Set it at halftime and set it at one point time in the second half. If there is a team who can shoot their way back from a deficit like Exeter had, it was the Eagles coming in tonight's game with 106 made threes, averaging over 10 a game on the season. They didn't disappoint. They came alive in the fourth quarter, and they got it to within three. And ultimately, Burks Catholic finally also found the stroke a little bit, the foul line. Burks Catholic was really struggling from the free throw line, but got it straightened out down the stretch. And that was just enough to hold off the Exeter Eagles by a score of 72-64. Gives Exeter their first loss in division play. And the Saints remain unbeaten in division play and unbeaten on the season as well. We're talking about Snip Esley and his chase for history. Again, he becomes the eighth coach in Pennsylvania boys basketball history to top 800 wins. And just to give you some perspective in some of the names that are on the list, a top of Snip Esley, Ron Insinger, who's still coaching at Loyal Sox, been doing so since 1974, just won his first state championship a couple years at Loyal Sox, is over 1,000 wins, 1,023 going into this season and still at it. That's the problem for Snip. Four of the people who are ahead of him are still coaching. It's going to be tough for him to catch them. Aaron Straub, who's at Elk County Catholic out in western Pennsylvania, been a head coach out there since 1985, He's at 938 coming into this season. Tony Chapman, who Snip played last year at Holy Ghost Prep, just retired at 928. Ken Bianchi, who the Saints will play in a couple of weeks at Abington Heights, is at 868 and still coaching. John Geppert, who were coaching at Mahanoy City even before Rich Garcella and Bob McCool were covering basketball games at Mahanoy City back yeah. in the 20s and 30s, won 807. That's next to the list. Larry Koselek, who's a familiar name to Snip. They beat Trinity earlier this year. Larry Koselek and Trinity and, and Snip Esley and Central Catholic and Burks Catholic have been playing each other for 100 years. They played each other earlier this year. Larry Koselek was at 8.02 coming into this season. And then Don Graham, who Snip ties tonight, is seventh all time at 8.01. So with his win tonight, Snip moves into a tie for seventh place. His next win obviously puts him into seventh place all time. But as I said, the problem is that four of the seven, four of the seven who are ahead of him are still coaching. Four of the six who are ahead of him are still coaching. So it's going to be hard for Snip to move past him. But it's a milestone of epic proportions. 800 wins as a head basketball coach. And he doesn't seem like he wants to go anywhere. 801. And he doesn't seem, he's talked about leaving nah, more I, than once in yeah. his 35 years. Not nah, now. Now, nah, Bob, I, I, I know talking to him before the game but we had talked we saw him in the summer at the hall of fame Berks county uh pennsylvania sports hall of fame golf tournament he's re-energized yep and he really likes this team he likes the makeup of the team he thinks the kids are extremely coachable and i i feel like 
he he seems to have I hate to use the phrase of bouncing his stuff, but he does. Yeah. It just seems he seems really excited about this team and what it can do. And maybe they can't maybe they won't go far in the state tournament. Who knows? Or you know, whatever. But the fact is he likes working with this team and really enjoys that. And I think that's keeping him going and, and has really re energized him. But I told him on the before I, I came on the air with the post game interview, I said I almost jinxed you. I said I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Steph Esterly has blown many 16-point halftime leads. He goes, we almost did, and he's right. They yep. almost did because of how gritty the Exeter Eagles are, and had it down to a three-point game. But then Parker Dine with two monstrous plays, the deep three, and then the offensive rebound in traffic, and he found Zach Susky for a layup, and that was that. 72-64 at Berks Catholic over Exeter. We'll continue with more of our post-game show, our play and player of the game. All when we come back to Berks Catholic High School after this. News Honey, Talk 830 WEEU. I did turn it up. Well, what's wrong with it? I'm freezing. Can I be of service? When winter weather strikes, when your furnace is struggling, and your thermostat can do nothing about it, one man will be by your side, fighting for truth, justice, and glorious heat in every room. What's the meaning of this? I'm the H.L. Bowman. Bowman. I, I know. You have your own choir, apparently. Well, did you know that the furnace technicians at H.L. Bowman can repair your underperforming furnace so it finally delivers what your thermostat tells it to do? So it's not the thermostat's fault? No, ma'am. Hey, Bowman, can I keep this cool arrow? Yes, sir. The H.L. Bowman Visit hlbowman.com. Chester Perfetto Insurance Agency is expanding to the Lehigh Valley. We are the insurance experts in Berks County since 1971. Medicare, health, financial planning, auto, home, business, and travel insurance. Our second location is located at 1275 Glenlivet Drive in Allentown. Contact us today for a no-cost quote or consultation. 610-678-0373 and perfettoinsurance.com. Your WEEU Greater Berks Region Allergy, Air Quality, and Health Report. We had a good two to three inches of rain this past Tuesday, and all that standing water and melted snow leading to mold spores being higher than usual across the area. If you're susceptible to mold allergy, you're going to want to use caution over the coming days, which could affect your breathing. Another round of rain could be coming Friday night, which will only enhance the mold spore problem, so expect that to continue for a few more days. I'm Monsoon Mike. For us to take a look now at our post-game show for our player of the game, brought to you by Judd Firestone Plumbing. Whether it's a dripping faucet, a drain backing up, or plans for a remodeling, a bathroom, or a kitchen, it's important to have it done right. Judd Firestone Plumbing has more than 85 years of combined experience serving the community. Call 610-678-9080 for Judd Firestone Plumbing in Laureldale or find them on Facebook. Often, we have a tough time picking a player of the game, and we had a tough time tonight. But when it's all said and done, it doesn't say it has to be for the team that wins the game, especially when a player who is on the losing end plays an unbelievable game, as Kevin Sands did for a while. He single-handedly had kept Exeter in this basketball game, and he finishes with a career-high 29 points tonight, 29 of Exeter's 64 points. He's our Judd Firestone player of the game. Yeah, I mean, 
you could you could pick a lot of guys on Burke's Catholic, but to me, and I think and Bob agrees, he was the best player on the floor. And especially against the defense he was seeing. Ten exactly from Kingston McCoy, who who is considered one of the top defensive players in the county. Ten for fourteen from the field, four for four in the fourth quarter when the Exeter Eagles made their comeback, cut a, a 22-point lead down to three. So that's our player of the game, and it's now time for our play of the game, brought to you by Angstad Family Dental. Let their family take care of your family. Visit angstadfamilydental.com for more information. Well, as we said, it was once a 22-point Saint lead early in the third quarter at 42-20. Exeter had chipped and chipped and chipped away, got it down to a 58-55 game. And that's when our Angstad Family Dental plays of the game happened because it was back-to-back plays by the same guy, Parker Nine, a long three. And I mean a long three. And I don't think it hit the rim. No, it was nothing but net. And it was his third three of the night. He finishes with 15 points. Parker Nine's three made it a 61-55 game. And then the Saints got fouled on the other end, missed the foul shot, and or missed a shot on the other end, excuse me. And Parker Nine tipped it. And tipped it to Zach Susky, who laid it in for a bucket, turned into a five-point swing, and Zach and Parker Nine's hands were all over it. And that was the game yep. because Exeter never got closer than the eight. Um, maybe they got maybe they got it down to seven, but that was the game. Those two plays within 30 seconds of each other were the difference tonight. That allowed the Saints to hold off the Exeter Eagles. And so Exeter goes to six and five, and again three and one now in. Division two, the Saints are now on top of Division two at four and zero, and at eight at nine and zero, excuse me, on the season. But again, Snip Esley just talked about it. I alluded to it earlier. They have to come back now in less than twenty four hours and play a Muhlenberg team who just beat Reading High, as you heard here on WEU on Tuesday night in double overtime. So the Mules are flying high, and the Saints are coming in here on less than twenty four hours rest after a dogfight against Exeter. Yeah, this was a dogfight. I think. In the, late in the third quarter, they thought they had things under control and maybe could cruise in that right. fourth quarter, but that wasn't the case because Exeter just kept coming and coming. And I know I even at 17 or 18, I wouldn't want to play a Muhlenberg team in less than 24 hours <laughs> uh, who have momentum and who, and who are relentless in the way they play on offense and defense. And that's going to be a battle here tomorrow night. Uh, here at Wolf Gymnasium. And then Monday, Exeter plays those same Muhlenberg Mules. Right. So, you know, the division, the top three teams in Division One and the top two in Division Two, as I've said a couple times through our broadcast, I think it's a safe bet that the county champion will co- be one of those five teams. Yeah, buy your tickets to come to the Santander Arena now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I the mean, semifinals and the championship games are going to be unbelievable. We went in because the they're night, even yeah, as even I'm can sorry. be. Yeah, we went in tonight thinking Exeter was the best team we saw. Yep. And then we saw this, and now is Burke's Catholic the best team we saw? Possibly right. the way they played defense for the first three quarters was as good as any man-to-man defense we've seen all year. And here's the thing. So you start talking about the rest of what lies ahead. These two teams split their games last year against one another and then met in the semifinal. Exeter won the semifinal and obviously lost to Reading High in a county final. So you start looking at how the division could shape up. Let's not forget that Exeter has a major hand up in already a crossover win against Reading High. Burke's Catholic will play the Red Knights here. We'll have that for you later on in the month of January. So it's going to be those crossover games 
for Exeter and Berks Catholic that are ultimately going to settle this division if, in fact, they end up splitting one another again like they did a year right. ago. And the first one of those for Berks Catholic comes here t- tomorrow night against Muhlenberg. They still have to play Reading and Wilson as well. Exeter has beaten Reading, has Muhlenberg Monday, and plays Wilson, I think, in two next weeks. Thursday. Next Thursday. Or is it Thursday. next week? Yep. Yeah, that's, I couldn't remember. I know we had them coming yep. up next week. Yep. yep. So a lot to be determined, but they are awfully tight teams to uh, yeah, on the I surface. Think, I think they're really tightly yep. bunched. I, yep. Out of those five teams, I we're sitting here on January 11th. I don't know who the best team is. No, I, and I, I, think, I think obviously it's great for Berks County, but it it's is. also kind of a, a where things sit in the sense that you're going to have to figure this, this thing out because they're all going to probably end up beating each other. And what's going to ultimately determine it is who's going to have the best night on that particular night right. is going to end up winning the ball game. They're right. going to be the best team, but they're going to be the best team that night. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, one of the teams could end up playing, you know, three three of the other right. four. Right, depending you know, on seedings. Depending on how the seedings go. And that's, again, that's a ways away. That's a month away from now. It'll be here before we know it. But, you know, it, it, it's going to be fascinating to see how this regular season unfolds because I, I really – Man, we've had some great games, and, and that's why these five teams are really tightly bunched. And so we'll have a bunch more of those games we were just talking yeah. about coming up in the next couple of weeks. Here's where we have to make a, a slight apology because we were supposed to have a game on Monday night only against why missing, unfortunately, because the Eagles game was being played on Monday night. The Eagles playoff game is being played on Monday night. We cannot bring you that game. We'll be, we'll be broadcasting the Eagles game as part of the Eagles radio network. So. That game, unfortunately, we'll not have for you. We'll have the Eagles game instead. The Eagles playoff game against Tampa Bay is an 8-15 game. Merrill Reese and Mike Quick will have the call of that one for you here on WEU. But one week from tonight, we'll be back at it in high school basketball as we will have the matchup in West Lawn. Matt Coldren, who just won his 400th game, will take on his good friend Snip Essley, who just won number 801 tonight. That's next Thursday in West Lawn. Can we announce the game that we're adding instead? Yes, we can. So then that Monday, we w- we have added a game to our schedule. We had a one girls game at the at tail end of the season with Burks Catholic at Governor Mifflin. Talking with the AD here tonight, Bill Hess, and he's given us the approval. So we'll add a week from Monday, the 22nd of January. We're here at Burks Catholic. The Wilson girls under Chris Gallo are having a great start to their season. They will be here against Bob Birmingham's Burks Catholic Saints, who won their game tonight against Exeter. 54 37 so january 22nd it'll be the wilson girls at burke's catholic here at lloyd wolf gymnasium on monday the 22nd of january two teams who are off to great starts in the girls side of things as well yeah wilson has just one loss playing very very well defeated governor mifflin earlier this week by i think 18 uh and you know they have a really really fine player sophomore layla jones so let's thank those who helped us along the way. And, of course, that's the staff here at Berks Catholic High School, Bill Hess, Steph Marmoro, and the staff here for the hospitality and a great job of what they did today, which was the four games, the girls and boys double JVs, then the girls game, and now tonight's quadruple header, the boys game with the ceremony to honor Snip Esley beforehand. Thanks to a saint back at the WEU studios, the former Saint and Sean Tansky running aboard back at the WEU studios for deep in the show on the road. For my colleague Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. Thanks for listening to High School Basketball. Again, Burks Catholic holds off Exeter tonight by a final score of 72-64. Saints remain unbeaten at 9-0. Exeter drops to 6-5 on the season. 
Thanks, as always, for listening. Have yourselves a great weekend. We'll talk to you one week from tonight with more high school basketball here on 830 AM, WEU in Reading. Tonight's live coverage of Berks County High School Basketball presented by Cross Keys Insurance on WEU has been brought to you by Angstad Family Dental, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, and by UECU. This has been an exclusive live presentation of WEU, 30 a.m. in Reading. <laughs>